Welcome to episode six of If Water Coolers Could Talk, and also welcome to our spooky Halloween special. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Jesse, the quote, frightful tiger. <laughs> and I am Danielle, the terrifying <clears throat> ghost. Mm-hmm. Danielle found a quiz, you know, one of those quiz you use your first name, last name, whatnot. So that is us for today. <laughs> Nice fine. I, I think it fits for more than just today. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we could ask our husbands about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. So how was your week, uh, Terrifying Ghost? Oh, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I finally got my ears re-pierced. And Ooh. Uh, yes, it was lovely. She used... For some reason, she used a stud for a nose ring instead of an actual earring in oh. my ear. So that when my ear swelled up, it kind of, the, the ring kind of fell off, popped through. Oh! oh. So, yeah. <laughs> lots of Lovely. pain. Lots of pain. Definitely a nice <clears throat> Halloween story for you there. Had to get the ear old earbud out and get an actual mm. earring in there. Sounds so, a little gruesome. <laughs> oh yes let me tell you how much fun wearing these headphones are today that's okay oh i didn't think about it i usually take my earrings off when i put the headphones on because six weeks you can't that's right you can't no you instilled your own sense of torture <laughs> i so yeah this is definitely a torture halloween episode mm-hmm. that's okay oh wow that's okay <clears throat> i'm very excited to have the option to wear earrings again so, I bet. Yes. I bet you are. How was your week? Well, I mean, it looks more like Christmas than Halloween here because we did get that big <laughs> snow dump and it's still yeah. here because it kept snowing and it was it was that heavy snow you were describing where you are. It was oh. that here. So it was a little uh, little hefty duty with the shovel. That's <laughs> so, terrible snow it was and it was terrible traffic and like even when i was driving back and it was super early and nobody was on the road i almost got squished in my little car coming back on the well the kind of the highway from the airport but uh yeah it wasn't great yeah. so you know it's a little better now you know how they the first day is always the worst but even the next yeah. few days i'd see people there's like four car pot four car pileups and little accidents everywhere. I'm like, okay, let's slow down everybody. Right. Was... I don't understand. It snows every year, but they're the first snowfall of the year. Nobody can remember how to drive in the snow. No. And I, when I don't I, understand. When I went out, it was super early in the morning and it like the snowplows hadn't been able to do anything yet. Oh, so imagine like the road worse. is supposed to be a hundred kilometers for yeah. speed. And I was like 50 <laughs> and usually I'm not a super slow driver, but I couldn't go any faster. And Carlos had a flight to catch. So he was, I think he was like, he was tapping his leg. He's like, do you want me right. to drive? I'm like, no, do you want me to drive? No. He's like, I think you're going to go to the side. I'm like, babe, <laughs> Like the, the the pressure was starting to be like too stressful. And I'm like, okay, we're going to make it. And he was fine. He made it. And then his plane was delayed two hours. So I'm just saying. Yeah. That kind of a snowfall is going to delay the planes as well. He's not going to like that. Safe. If he hears that. Sorry, baby. 
Sorry. Oh, was I supposed to take his side? Um, Sorry. Always mine. So exactly. (laughs) Got to stick together. That's how it works. That's right. No, because we are better. We are the spooky sisters after all. That's us. (laughs) You know, I had to bring out that little voice at some point. Definitely. Trying to keep things creepy. Right. You know, and it's good to pretend we're ghosts today, but uh, drive safe because I don't want you to be an actual ghost tomorrow. No, I mean, remember, I was so. a frightful tiger, so I clawed my way home. So it was all okay. That's right. It's all good. That is okay. I was I was a ghost riding off the side of the road. That would have been me. No. <laughs> I think you're the I'm... ghost that took my wheel and saved me because I did some like Mario Kart action there. I don't know how I got out of that situation. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the terrifying ghost came and saved me that morning. It, it was the marathon Mario Kart sessions that we have played. That's what did it. So you're that probably welcome. would be. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite game. And I yes. used to be really good at it. And now like, Christian, Amber, anyone can kick my butt. Carlos, too. And it's disappointing because it was my claim to fame for video games, but I guess I don't play it as much. So, no, you just need to practice more. I guess so. You need to practice more. Well, (laughs) Christian takes it with him. So, (laughs) if he goes to his dad, so I can't practice that much. Well, we'll just have to uh, get you your own, and that way you can have it all the time. Christmas in secret. Exactly. Practice in secret and then just kick everybody's butt and be like, oh, I must just be naturally good at it. Never tell them. Except, of course, I think I just blew the secret. I don't think Christian <laughs> listens, so it's okay. He's 16. Oh, okay, He's go. not going to listen to his mom and aunt. Probably <laughs> not. He hears that enough. So. <laughs> True story. He doesn't even listen when we're sitting in the same room trying to get him to interact with us. I mean, so. sometimes. It depends what we're talking yeah. about. He's a 16-year-old so, boy. He would rather be anywhere anywhere else. But that's okay. He'll come yeah. around when he gets a little older. He can be sweet. Um, he is so, very sweet. I do apologize. He, I'm, not, I'm just uh, getting over a bit of a cold. So if I sound a little stuffy, <laughs> like, well, I'm just scary today. All around scary today. So, <laughs> Well, it fits with the theme. And that cold is a nasty one. Even my sister got it. She's just starting to get better. She's uh right. She's been sick, I think, for about two weeks at least. That she's been texting me saying she wasn't feeling wonderful. And uh, yesterday or the day before was when she finally she was like, "Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little better again." So it's a bad one. Dave and I got it horrible, but Dad's still sick. Dad had, I think, he had more of a flu, so I think he's a bit sick. And now Carlos is sick and. He's, I mean, he's at work, so he's not handling that. Well, I mean, he's handling that, but he's not feeling very good. So being sick in one of those camps is terrible. I I was sick when I was rotating. Oh, I remember. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's terrible. I feel really bad for him. That poor guy. Yeah, poor, poor man. Okay, I'm going to just say that the one time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have to keep in mind, so the hard part, now obviously I've never seen his camp, but with my camp, to get to anywhere where I could get hot water, 
according mm-hmm. to the to the step counter, it was twelve hundred steps. His to is get far. To like, hot water. His room this time is quite far, so that's true. Right. The camps get very big, so when you're when you're feeling terrible and you can't really breathe and you're coughing and you want to tea and you've got to get up and walk twelve hundred steps to get to some hot water to mm-hmm. make a tea to walk. 1200 steps to get back to bed now i know 1200 steps is not a ton of steps in the grand scheme of your day but it is to make a cup of tea when you don't feel well so exactly i'll give him i'll give him some some pity not too much but some pity for yeah having to deal with that definitely poor guy you'll need a little bit okay well and there he got his pity we're moving on now (laughs) we're moving on from your pity party (laughs) because we have what do we have we have six stories today because after all it is our halloween special so yes these are six creepy work stories we're still doing work stories but we're just going a little on the you know scary side side. you know a little bit a little bit of Give you the chills here and there, make you think. So, right, you have this the time, first story. I actually right? have one. Yes, I'm yes. actually reading a story of my own from Perfect. about 20 years ago. So, I used to work at a local printing company. It ran 24 hours a day. And before I started, we had a guy that worked the night shift, and he had been with the company for over 50 years. Uh, The rumor was that he was one of those employees. He never missed a day. He never called in, never took a vacation. You get the idea. He was always there. Yeah. Uh, He also was known to be a very heavy drinker that always had a couple of bottles locked in a desk drawer. Um, And Right? And again, it's a rumor. I don't know this for a fact. I'm just relaying what I was told after this happened. Yeah. So it's also, it's important to note that while you were never actually alone in the building, you were usually alone in your department and you could go hours, like several hours and not see anybody. But if you needed anything, raise your voice and people would come from all sides if you needed help. So one night, this man had a heart attack by the printer he had been running and he was found several hours later by the next shift arriving in the morning. Right? Terrible story. Not anything you want to hear. Not what you want to walk into. But from that night on, strange things started happening around the building. Now, most of them could be explained just by physics. Like doors would open and close. You go, it's, it's wind, it's a draft, whatever. Cold spots, because it was an old building and it was a brick building. You know, things like you could, you could explain it all away. Um, co-worker pranks because sometimes like you'd be using tools and you would put it away but then you would find it back on the bench where you had been using it or if you needed paper for a a job that you were working on you would turn around and it was already there and you were sure that you didn't get it out of the warehouse yet or disappearing paper and tools like paper that you know you went and got is back in the warehouse or you'd put your tools away and they weren't there and you had to go and find them wherever they ended up. Stuff like that. But then there Cheeky. were also... Right? So, you know, <laughs> we always just thought coworkers playing. Like, we didn't think... Because nobody knew this story. I'll get into all of that. Um, but before I go too far off onto the tangent, there's intangible things as well that were not so easy to brush off. 
Like you would hear odd noises that wouldn't make any sense, like uh, male voices when you were alone in the department, coughing. You would hear glass like bottles clinking together when there was no glass around you. The coughing was just me. (laughs) The coughing was you. (laughs) Yeah, there I was. That was just me hanging out. (laughs) Right. And then, then there were the uneasy feelings that you would get in that area. Now, you have to keep in mind that most of the employees, when I was working there, most of them had worked with this man, so they didn't really talk about what had happened, mostly because they knew him and they liked him, and also because they all knew the story, so they they just, they didn't talk about it. So the weird feelings and stuff that we were getting, you can't describe it to an overactive imagination for the new hires because we didn't know about it. I worked there for about six months before I knew any of what had happened. I just knew the weird things that happened. I didn't know the story behind it. Um, All I knew, like I, I didn't know to start is I, we were going through a lot of people on the night shift and I didn't know why being the pay was higher. There was less stress. uh, There weren't a lot of customers that would come in at the middle of the night. So you didn't get those panic, like, I have to have this printed, my class, my meeting, my whatever, uh, my grade, my job depends on it, kind of get this done now. Yeah. So like there was no stress. You were working alone in your department, so you didn't have to fight over the radio station. And as long as you didn't sing too loud, you weren't overheard. <laughs> like it was So were, great. You, were you on the night shift then? I did a couple of overnight okay. shifts, but not too many. Um not too many because I was in a different department, but I did help out like on big jobs and stuff. Oh, okay. So it's like, I loved the night shift, but um, I didn't have, like I couldn't operate the machines in the area that he was in. I didn't know how to do it. It was the oversized department. So very big machines that I didn't have the skills to use. So I couldn't take the shift. Otherwise I probably would have. Um. So, but anyway, so they ended up transferring somebody to the night shift. This He had been with the company for a few months. Like he started, I think, right before I did. So again, not long enough to have heard the stories because he would have mentioned him if he'd heard him. Um, so we're going to call him Bob just to make the story clear. Hello, so Bob. So Bob and I, hello, Bob. We used to talk <laughs> all the time. But it was just coworkers being friendly. Like we weren't real friends. I didn't even know his last name. I didn't have his phone number, nothing. Like we were just coworker friends. Yeah. Um, but I remember that he was going to college. So he was very excited to have the opportunity to work the night shift because what college student doesn't need more money mm-hmm. and it worked better with his class schedule. Um, but he only lasted about three nights. So the first couple of mornings that he switched to night shift, I saw Bob as he was leaving, as I was arriving. Um, So we would kind of cross in the hallway and chat. And he was raving about loving the schedule, loving the change, so excited. And then he was just gone. I never saw (laughs) him again. Right? And I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like, okay, well, maybe I'm a little bit later. Maybe he left a little bit earlier. Like, I just assumed that I just missed him passing him in the hallway. Um, and then I started asking questions. I'm like, what's, where is this guy? Like something's finally, his manager reluctantly told me the story about what had happened in the department before I started. He then went on to explain what had happened with Bob. So he came in, the manager came in, 
about three days after Bob had started the night shift and found him just terrified, like shaking, pale, freaking out. So they took him, Uh they took Bob into the office. Yeah. Eventually, so eventually Bob calms down enough to start to talk. And he said that he had been feeling a little uncomfortable, but he was trying to laugh it off by telling himself that he was just used to having more people around him. You know, the building is old. It was big, like really high, like 30 foot ceilings big. Um, The whole thing used to be like a warehouse kind of that was converted. Uh, I remember the building because I came in to see you there once or twice. It was huge. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, So he was just like passing it off like, you know, just uncomfortable. I'm not used to it yet. Until the third night when he was working on a really big job and he kept getting that feeling, you know, that I'm not alone feeling. So he kept trying to look around to see what was going on. So he went out into the hall and walked down into the other department to see if somebody was there like playing a trick on him or something. And he said he said it was odd because there are three departments that were right up the hall from him. They all they branched off from the hallway, so he could he walked a very short distance. He could see into three different departments. All three of them should have had a person in there, but no one was in any of the three. Hmm. So he's like, okay, that's weird. But I mean, you know, bathroom breaks. Two of the three people were smokers. Like it, it could have been anything. So he just kind of shrugged it off, and he started to go back down to his department. As he's walking back down the hall, he said he saw an older man walk out of his department, Mm. turn, look at him for a minute, and then walk right back in through the door, right back the way he had just come. So Bob is thinking that someone's broken in. He rushes over because these are expensive machines. He rushes in there to see what's going on, and there was nobody there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. Right? (laughs) So to describe the room for you, uh, it was a very large brick square with Mm -hmm. no windows. Um, I know at one point the building had been used as a bank and this was one of their storage rooms. So the only way out of that room was either through the door that Bob could see the the whole time, the door that the man had walked out and then back into, or through an alarmed fire door on the other side of the room which obviously had not opened. Obviously not. He would have heard that. Exactly. There were no windows. There were no other way out. And Bob looked. He said he looked everywhere, behind the printers, behind boxes, under shelves. He even looked up to the ceiling like he was looking everywhere. So the manager says, okay, like, can, can you describe the man? Because they're, they're starting to suspect what had happened, I think. Bob perfectly described the man who passed away in that room, like down to the detail, everything. Um, Right. So me, because while believing that these things can be possible, I'm also very skeptical. So I started asking everybody who worked there who had been there long enough to have known the man and everybody who worked there who just knew Bob and the people who had known both. And the story I got out of all of them was exactly the same, but it was told from their own perspective. And that's how it convinced me. Because you know how if you're planning a hoax and you give everybody a story, everybody's right. story is identical. Yeah. These ones, the story was the same, but like the little details were different depending on how they knew Bob or the man who'd passed away or both of them. 
Um, and depending on their personalities as well, for what I knew of the person, for what they would have noticed in a situation, like all of the details, the little details were different, but the story was the same. Wow. So, yeah. So that was my story of the haunted building that I worked in downtown for a while. Did it creep you out to be there after hearing that? Um, not really, because I never felt threatened before. And so like, it was a little uncomfortable wondering, okay, well, is there anything? But I mean, I never saw anything myself. Um, I did actually start talking to the man though, whenever something would go missing, I'd be like very funny. And then I'd turn around and I'd be able to find it. So, oh my God. Right. Just weird (laughs) stuff like that. So this poor guy has worked there every day now. You know, if that's his spirit, he's stuck there, still working right. every night, yeah. perhaps, not day, but <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah, it was always at night. Um, things didn't go missing during the day. It was only, so when I worked there, I was working um, a later shift, but not overnight. Yeah. And then I transferred to a different department, which was only day shifts. And on the day shift, nothing weird ever happened. Never. It was only later when, because uh, I'd be getting off around 11 or so at night, that was when the weird things were happening was after like seven or so, which Listen. was usually around the time he would be getting there. If you were working during those shifts, <laughs> weird things would happen. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> but not uh, <laughs> paranormal, spooky things, just weird. That's, that's true. Daniel I am a little things. weird. <laughs> yes. That is, that is true. <laughs> contact anybody i worked with they'll tell you i was i was still weird then possibly more weird oh i know i don't know about more (laughs) i think that just gets better over time but (laughs) that's true i do get more strange as time goes on but yes that's my scary creepy haunted work story well that was something that was a doozy (laughs) right it was that was pretty good it was good i like him so well don't mind my you've got a good one i do um it's not it's not quite as long or detailed but it's a good one this one came from an online message board so we'll start with i worked with the elderly and spent a few years working in a specialized dementia facility at one point we had two residents a man and woman who had worked at a company called air goods together for 20 plus years however due to the dementia they didn't remember each other the female resident's dementia was very advanced physically she got around great but she was incapable of forming sentences together or even words sometimes without it coming out completely gibberish oh that's that's hard that's heartbreaking yeah fast forward a few months the male resident passed away I was at the back Hmm. of the room while the residents were watching a movie while the female resident walked by and sat next to me. And this is something she never did. I see her staring off to the back of the room where nobody is. And I asked her what she was up to. She looks at me and clearly says that guy from air goods, (gasps) that's the guy from air goods. And she's looking at the corner In my two years of knowing this resident, I have never heard more than two words come out of her mouth clearly, let alone a full sentence like that. 
I asked her where she saw him, and just like that, her words are back to being jumbled and incomprehensible. And that's oh. that's the end of that one. But oh my gosh, <clears throat> that's that right? That's chills. That's, that's chills. That head is to that's toe. more chills than anything. But it's sad. That's, you know? uh, that is very sad. That is very sad. Um, yeah, at this, least she kind of remembered right at the end. You know, like she did get that's, to see him. She did get to see him again, which is so, sweet. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a, yeah. That kind of tugs at the heartstrings a little bit. So yeah, that one, like that, kind of reminds me. Which, and I know you have seen this happen when you're sitting there with your cats, and then they'll just stare oh. at something that's not there. Mm-mm. And uh, right, I've yeah, had that, cats. Yeah. Right. Well, you remember Rascal and Iggy, obviously. They used to react weird like that in the townhouse that we lived in. Um yeah, in like two thousand ish. Yeah. Yep. They that's freaky. That and then to talk, to actually finally verbalize. Yeah. Nope. I wonder if that person kept working there after that. I don't know. Pro I mean maybe, but uh <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's creepy. Uh, but uh, moving right along, you have a, a short along. but have, short but spooky yes. one. <laughs> yes. So I was talking to a friend of mine about this episode, and he gave me a story, but he asked me not to name him. So thanks, friends. Thank you, friends. He says. So he said when he was younger, college age, he was working as a manager for a popular pizza franchise, and our back room was fairly standard setup with a, an industrial sink on one side and storage on the opposite wall. We didn't have a dining room, so we didn't need a dishwasher, just somewhere to wash and sanitize, like the cutting boards and knives and things like that. And on yep. the wall beside this sink, there was our hand wash station and a paper towel dispenser. For some reason, somebody had set a spoon on the paper towel dispenser earlier in the day and had apparently forgotten it. That night, I was in the back room talking to one of our delivery drivers. It was just the two of us standing in the middle of the room chatting when the spoon flew off the paper towel dispenser. Mm -mm. It flew. Yep. Oh, this is where it gets weird. He says it flew straight through the air for three or four feet and then just dropped. It oh. didn't arc, right? It didn't arc. So, like, if you throw something and it has that slow arc to the ground, he said this didn't arc through the air like you would expect if it had been tossed, but rather it flew straight out and then dropped straight down at, like, a 90-degree angle, just out and then down. And wow. he said, so, right? So I'm like, and then what did you do? He says, the two of us just froze. We kind of looked at each other in shock, and then we started investigating. We looked around. He says, there was nobody else in the store. There were no loud noises. They checked the area to see if, like, there was a prank or something, but the, he says there was nothing. There's no magnets, nothing, nothing unusual that could have caused this. He says, nothing unusual at all, aside from the flying spoon. Mm -mm -mm. No, thank you. Right? And no. they're both alone, so that's probably later in the day or night. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he was closing the store down that day. I don't, I didn't remember to ask him about what time during the shift it happened, 
But I mean, yeah. I know he worked at that store for probably about a year, and this happened roughly halfway through while he was working there. Was it um, old? Like, or maybe it was just built on some spooky area. <laughs> he did. He did make some uh, poltergeist type comments about being built on like old graveyard or something because oh. it wasn't that old. Yeah. So he made Mm-mm. some very creepy comments, but he says that he worked there. He said there were other weird, like little things that would happen, but nothing like the spoon. The spoon was like the grand finale of wow. like, the whole weird. I don't think you need more than that. Thank you. <laughs> right. Consider yourself right? lucky that that was the grand finale. Right? That Consider was yourself lucky peak. that they left a spoon and not a knife on the paper oh. towel dispenser. Yeah, no kidding. That could have been worse. <laughs> so and much aimed worse. at you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh no, that would have that probably would have ended the career. He said uh, just the or spoon his life. wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know one or the other. Right. Just the spoon wasn't enough to make him quit, but if it had been a knife come flying at him, he probably, mm. probably would have been a different story. Probably should have left that night. Like GTFO now. Right? <laughs> lock the door and leave. Don't, don't clean up. Don't just lock the door and leave. If I even bothered to lock the door, I'd be running so fast. Forget right? about it. <laughs> oh, that, that's... No, I've never seen anything just fly on its own like that. Uh, I don't know how I would react, but I don't I, think um, I would have. I never need to see that. So that's no, cool. no, I'm good without seeing it. I have to think part of me thinks that I would investigate like they did, like to stop and look and see, okay, was this a trick? But if I couldn't figure it out and I couldn't like find a prank somehow, I don't think I would have gone back. I don't know yeah. how he kept working there for months. I don't think I could have gone back. So, well, that's yeah. why horror movies are the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the next story, though, is from the same time area, like around the early 2000s. So I don't know what's going on in the early 2000s, but <laughs> apparently oh. something. YTK. So this person sent it in, but... Uh, they want to remain anonymous, so we'll leave it that way. So it starts, I Thanks, worked anonymous. at a clinic. Oh, pardon me. Yes, thank you, anonymous. Okay, <laughs> I worked at a clinic in the early 2000s where I'm sure there was some sort of spirit present. I would be sitting at a desk or cleaning and somebody would say my name. Just to turn around and find that nobody was there. One time in the bathroom, I was in a stall. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> dropping a pumpkin <laughs> into the toilet. <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess they're getting uh, into the spooky another poop story. Spooky dookie. Spooky dookie is right. Okay, let me compose myself. And I, I heard the bathroom this. door. The bathroom door open and footsteps go into the stall next to me. I came out to wash my hands, thankfully, after the pumpkin incident. Um, right. And I fully expected someone to be in the bathroom, and I was shocked because there was nobody there. That's oh. it. That is enough for me. That gives me some chills. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. No. 
No. Bad enough to hear your name and then nobody's calling you. Like I'd start to think I was a bit crazy or something. Or that somebody was right? playing some kind of prank. But uh, yeah. how do you hear someone come in and there's nobody there? Right? No. I don't know. I don't know. I six feet bathroom stories, they're the scariest ones. Because well, you're, you're already kind of, kind of vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're usually half naked because it's not like for guys they can just unzip and go. We have to like disrobe. Um that's nope. the bathroom is kind of a sacred space. Leave us alone when Especially we're Especially if you're wearing like a funzy onesie or something. Oh my god. <laughs> then you're really those are the getting worst. That. Okay, right? I don't wear them, so I, I don't know, but I can imagine it wouldn't no. be very good. <clears throat> no. Not good. I bought one. I bought one. And oh, did you know? I, I did. I decided, so as you know, my sister's getting married in March, and so I bought one to go under the dress just to kind of, because the dress oh, okay, is very yeah. flowy. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to get one of these. So I put it on, and I'm like, okay, it looks great. And then I started thinking, but what if I have to pee? I have to take the dress completely off to take the bodysuit yes. completely off to take the nylons off to oh pee. I'm like, this isn't going to happen. So now I'm looking for other options because I'm like, this is going to be like a, a 30 minute pee. This is not going to happen. Yeah, don't drink so. anything. No water, no nothing. Right? If you're going to wear that, that's not going to work out well. No, no, I'm not going to wear it. I'm going to, I'm going to come up with another option because yes. that's not going to happen. Well, I think so. I had some pajamas a long time ago, like as an adult, because I'm mature and they had the, foodie, yeah. the feet, you know, the footies oh, and, feety jammies. and they had the trap door in the back. So that's what you need for that, that yeah. onesie underneath. You need a trap door. They need right. to start making trap doors so they can go to the bathroom. Okay. You know, I have to admit, so I ordered it online and I have to admit, I expected there to be a little relief hole, shall we say? Oh my gosh. There was not. There we was always not. end up in going like, to the pee and the poop. Yeah. We're we in like the toilet poop humor. Stories. Well, humor. I'm 12. So <laughs> that's our job. I'm 12. That's where, that's where we go. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> All right. Okay. Let's clean so this up. right along. <laughs> <laughs> moving right along. Um, so this one is. It's something. It's something. It's, it's scary. It's a little bit. It is scary. It's a little campy. It kind of reminds me of uh, like a cheesy horror movie. So mm -hmm. that's why we're reading it. It's from an online message board that we found. It was written a few years ago. She says, I assume she, I apologize. I don't know gender. This person says, I used to work at a psych hospital on the children's unit. I worked the third shift and the way to the unit was set up. It meant I was alone at a desk at the end of a long hall, like behind the desk, where I could see the nurse's station. The kids' doors had to stay shut unless they had a sitter that night. We were pretty emptied out on the unit, so all the doors were closed. As I sat down to finishing the rounding on the patients, the patient phone rang. It was on a desk separate from the one I sat at and could only have calls come in if the nurse's desk transferred it. Most had their calls screened. It was now 3 a.m. and there was no way that anybody was transferring any calls on purpose. Not 3 a.m. 
<laughs> oh, oh, no. 3 a.m. on a children's ward? Definitely not. <clears throat> no. So, anyway, so I answered, but I was met with silence. So I went to the nurse's station, but the desk was empty. I'm like, okay. The nurse came back from the back hall that was empty, commenting on how messy the supply closet had been, but they, she had just killed it. So I went back with her to look simply because I wanted to see if she'd really been back there. And it looked amazing for the record. Mm -hmm. So I went back to my desk thinking it must have just been a fluke. A few minutes pass and the phone rings again. I go to answer it. And again, I'm met with silence. I could see the nurse talking to another staff member at their station. So I unplugged the phone thinking something was wrong and told myself to remember to plug it back in in the morning. I went to sit and the phone rang again. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Right. <laughs> so I slowly picked it up and I was met with silence, except for what sounded like a really soft humming. Now keep in mind, this is after they'd unplugged the phone. This is the part where I'm like, really? But okay. Phone could be malfunctioning. Could be a ghost. She says, but it was then that I about lost it because I heard sudden loud crying from one of the patient's rooms. Thinking someone was having a night terror, I ran into the room the sound was coming from and flipped the light on. The room was empty. Oh, God. I wish I was kidding. I quit my job that day. No, thank you. She yeah, said, no Since kidding. Leaving, right? Since leaving, they have heard so many terrifying stories from that place. I'm like, Ooh. okay, I have to agree with this. It says if anything is going to be haunted, it's going to be a psych hospital for children. I mean, I think a psych ward in general does not give good vibes for things like that. Um, no, but a psych like ward for oh, kids. Oh. That's sad, though. Psych ward yeah. for kids makes me a little sad. But any, like, say, spooky spooky shows I watch, and they go and, like, they're doing adventures, and then they're in old psych wards. It is creepy mm -hmm. as oh, yeah. heck. Like... No right? thanks. And children, they're just, they are the ultimate innocent. So when anything mm -hmm. goes with them, it's just, it's just that extra creepy level to it. that mm -hmm. just over the top, over the yeah. top. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a little like now I've got like visions of poor little, like pale little kids and they're rolling a ball down the hall <laughs> like you know it's ah. climbing up the walls crawling across the ceiling okay. we are not oh not tonight. the ceiling not <laughs> the ceiling no thank you we no. are not going to sleep tonight <laughs> absolutely not so moving right um, along i don't want to think about this anymore no we have this i like this last one and it's a bit of a palate cleanse you know I, we thought it would be a good one to end with because well you'll see you'll see why oh okay so anyway mm -hmm. many years ago i was head of an it of it for a large company we had one lady very recent hire in a fairly important position who kept having issues with her computer on the second day her computer hard drive completely erased itself so we sent one of our newer techs to her office to check the physical condition of everything and reinstall everything. The tech came back saying everything was fine, no issues, and three days later it happened again. 
It continued to happen every three days like clockwork. It got to the point where every tech on my team had been in her office multiple times, checking and reinstalling everything, only to have the computer magically erase in the morning of the third day. We swapped out everything more than once and finally concluded that the lady was haunted as this never happened to anyone else we heard about. Extensive (laughs) research told us nothing. No one had heard of something like this. Cue the jokes about the ghost of Mr. Clean, goblins, gremlins, etc. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's cleaning it out. So, Mr. Clean, yeah, it cleans the computer. Um, the next time she called in, I went to her office to see the ghost handiwork for myself. I found this lady absolutely seething. I honestly yeah. have never seen anyone quite this angry trying to calm her down. Yeah. I let her vent about all the lost time she had, not only due to the lost day of work, but how inconvenient it had been for her to have to clean off her desk every three days because company policy is to have your desk completely clean before IT gets there, as we are typically higher paid employees and they don't want us wasting time moving picture frames and things. I listen sympathetically, yeah. And while reinstalling everything onto her computer, by the time I finished, she calmed down And I went about my day thinking that I wouldn't hear from her again. Sure enough, three days later, I'm called back to her office. I checked everything inside, outside the box. Everything was physically perfect. This time I replaced the computer again and brought hers back to my office so I could really rip into it and see what's going on. Before I pulled it apart, I decided to wait three days to see if it would do it again. Late in the afternoon of the second day, I decided to go to her office to see how the new computer had been working. And to question her again about exactly when and how the computer cleans itself or clears itself. I walk in to find her happily redecorating her desk by using industrial grade magnets to hold her cards her children had made for her to the tower. Oh my gosh. So no ghost here, just somebody who's clearly not thinking. Clearly oh does not gosh. understand how computers work. I mean, I wonder I wonder if she ever got billed for all the time that all those right. people came. I don't know. Oh, I would assume not, but uh, she has got to be urban legend level with this story. Yeah. I'm sure everybody in IT has heard this story now. That's insane. Yeah, That's that is awesome. I mean, we thought it would be a nice story, nice little funny ditty read at the end. So, you know, nobody's yes, too creeped not, out. Not scary. <laughs> no. Well, go, scary go for the sc- tech people wasting all their bloody time. <laughs> Wouldn't it be frustrating? That would drive me. I used to work for uh, IT a little bit. I was like a, a help desk. You would call me if you're having problems. I'd walk you through it on the phone. And if we couldn't fix it, then we would send somebody out. That yeah. would have driven me crazy if I had you calling me every three days and I'm sending out my best people and they're coming in telling me nothing is wrong. And every three days you're calling us back. That would drive everybody crazy. I don't blame her for seething. I would have lost my little mind. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What a waste of time that would. I mean, I'm not a tech person. We've already explain this to the world <laughs> but sometimes in an office i was at they 
they'd be like, okay, well, you need to do this. You need to do that. When our systems would go down, I'm thinking, you're telling me you want me to. <laughs> and we had one great person who just spoke my language and they dial in and they'd be like, just do this. And they're very patient, but it drove yes. me nuts having to redo this yes. and redo this and redo this. And that person was so patient, bless her heart. He was so patient, but I felt bad for him. So see, that was me. I was that person. I was the one that people would call in. They're having trouble with their computers and there we had all level of people. One person I had to explain to them the difference between clicking and right clicking. So it was a really long conversation, but she had <laughs> gotten an account with the company I was working for. And part of the service was, is that we watched you how to use the, the websites and stuff that you would be using. So, and I no had pressure. to teach her, right? <laughs> I had to teach her how to get to a website. She didn't know how to open a browser. So like there are all levels out there. And yeah. yes, they people get frustrated when they don't understand what's going on. And especially Amen. she had to be an intelligent woman, right? Well, yeah, like she, you, had, a she, she had to be intelligent. She had a high ranking <laughs> job. You That's laugh me. as you might. You're a very smart woman. But you don't oh. have to know, you don't have to be smart with tech work. But yeah, frustrating. Very I would have lost my mind. Mm. Well, I can't I think... imagine. I just want to find out what it, what would he say when he walked in and saw the magnets? What do you say? Do you go in like... clench and be like, okay, so you can't do this. This is the problem. Right. And she probably wouldn't believe him. Right. But that would be embarrassing for, it'd be such an awkward moment. Very awkward oh. moment. Definitely awkward. Hilarious, though. I'm yeah. sorry. I probably I would have just laughed. I would have looked at it and I would have just died laughing right there. I'm like, what are you doing? No kidding. Uh, I tried. Oh, no, you sorry. couldn't, though. Yes. You <laughs> couldn't. I'm sorry. Who could? You walk in and you see somebody and it's like, yeah. you think. You would think. But it, but I mean, if it, everybody knows magnets and computers, magnets and technology is bad. It doesn't mix. No, not at all. It doesn't. No. Well, yes, oh. you're right. By the way, that was our last story. So yes. So, so we, we want to wish like them as much as we did, and we wish everybody a very happy Halloween. Yes, stay safe. Check the candy. Remember, if the kids have your favorite candy bars, you are allowed to take them as Halloween tax. Mm -hmm. I know all it's about happened, that. Right? <laughs> it happened to me my whole life. It was weird. Every single Reese's peanut butter cup, my dad found a problem with it. I wasn't allowed any of them. Well, mom, she liked the stuff I didn't like, so it worked out quite well. But the oh, kids and I like nice. a lot of the same stuff. So, you know, it doesn't always work yeah. well for me. My dad but, and I uh, had the same favorite candies, and mm. uh, I don't think I ever got a peanut butter cup. I don't think any of us ever got a peanut butter cup, to be fair. <laughs> um, I liked them when I was a kid, but now anybody can have them. I can't stand them. I don't know why. Just blah. No. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> no. weird. Okay, well, ship them up here, because mm. I will eat them all. Both all Amber them. and Christian, they love them. I think even Carlos They, so they think I'm crazy. Just oh, like I hate root crazy. beer. <laughs> I don't like root beer and they all love root beer. And like dad and I are like, it tastes like 
like cola with toothpaste mixed in. I just don't like it. <laughs> and they're like, you're it nuts. depends. It depends on the root beer. It doesn't Some depend on it. <laughs> very good. Like dad's root beer that you can yeah. almost never find. There's one little pizza place in Vulcan that I found it at one time. Yeah. And man, do I miss that pizza place. Dad's root beer was really good. But most root beer, yeah, it's way, way too sweet. I have to be in the mood to drink it. It's just, it kind of tastes like you're drinking sugar. Ever in the mood to drink it. So you can always have mine. <laughs> Done. I will take it. <sighs> anyway, so I guess we will meet you around the water cooler next week. Or in this case, we will meet you around the witch's cauldron next week. <laughs> absolutely if you come up with any stories give us a shout out at uh, iwcct podcast at gmail.com or find us on facebook at if water coolers could talk and on instagram iwcct podcast we're out there we're waiting for you sounds good and one last little tidbit if you could rate or review us that would be great okay yes thanks thank Bye. you Bye. Thank you.